Say what you want, we're leaving. I thought I should say my farewells. Why? Because you've sent me to my death. You risk me. You risk Ethelstan. You have men and you have fire in your heart. You will achieve what you set out to do. But if I do not see you again... You will see me again. If I die, I will haunt you to the end of your days. All the way from Providence, Rhode Island. I can't hear anything at all. Oh, Welcome man, to The Mary. Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. <laughs> Destiny is all, man. Let's do this. Couldn't hear anything. What, what a way. What a way to bring it back. <laughs> Okay. Hello, everybody. Someone unplugged my stuff. Okay. It's been a while. Can't oh, fault me. So grab man. a nail, sit back, let's relax, and let's chat in this episode to see how England was born. Thank you. Thank You're you, welcome. Mary. Our triumphant return to the Last Kingdom. I'm here for. <laughs> Who said we were professional? Mm. Who said we knew what we were doing? Who said we should be best Rhode Island again? Well, I know, and Lumos, somehow, Lumos somehow we, we we are. It was somehow we won the best podcasts of Rhode Island. Somehow again. it's because I rule our listeners. It's yes. because of you listening right now. You put up with my shenanigans, <laughs> despite your shenanigans. <laughs> so thank you, and uh, just thank you all so much, especially those of you who are members at jointhenerdclan.com. You honestly made this podcast, The Last Kingdom with Marion Blake, happen. Like, if it weren't for you and your patronage and your votes, this podcast would have never happened. So it's thanks to you and putting up with my shenanigans. Yes, thank you so much. I, I, I'm in. I'm in, man. I'm in. We know. You're here with me. <laughs> I'm so married before, to you. Before I can't we not be jump in. into the rest of this episode, we are going to be having a weekly Last uh, Kingdom podcast popping on up for you. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast app of choice. We also have a complimentary text reminder system that will alert you when the newest episode is up because it's summer, summer, summer time. And our kids are home and our life is chaotic and I still have long COVID. And I'm still me, guys. I'm still me. Yes. So... You know, there's times when we get to show up when we say we will, and there's times when we don't. So we're just going to surprise you with a text when yes. it happens. Um, for Don't forget to follow us. Uh, just find Mary and Blake on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all those different places. We are there. We are social. We would love to connect with you. And um, yeah, if you're not already a member at jointhenerdclan.com, this is the moment to do it. For less than a cup of coffee, you get to make quality podcasts like this. Keep on coming at you. <laughs> so, Mary, we are back uh, at episode 502, and we are back to The Last Kingdom, you know, after having a little bit of a break, obviously, like, as we've mentioned. Uh, and we're back, and I'm just so excited. This is the one show that, I, like, as we were doing This Is Us and Outlander, I was, I was ready to come back to The Last Kingdom. Okay. Uh, you know, we had done you know, four seasons in a, in a relatively quick amount of time. Um, for the last kingdom and i'm not gonna say it was a breath of fresh air to take a, a little bit of a break but i will say like you know what we took a little bit of a break you know for season five even though we started it already 
and it felt good to come back and just be here now and get back to Uhtred, son of Uhtred, and and destiny is for our slings and the, and the whole thing. Like I am, I'm here for it. I'm ready to go. <sighs> All right, Marvin, you got your little pl- mini plot I recap. Do. I do. I ep- do. Episode five hundred two. Five hundred two. I may not if have I my talk. headphones plugged in, but I've got my recap ready to go. <laughs> I'm here for it. Okay, so synopsis of episode five hundred two. Yes, is such. There's a betrayal at Efferwich, where Sitrigger needs some help. Okay, because it just sucks. Everybody, his brother sucks. Now Breed is there doing crazy stuff. And he has to go find Uhtred, son of Uhtred. And then Uhtred is upset because Ethelfled won't give him soldiers to go to Ethelwich, to go help <laughs> Sitrigger and his daughter. And she's just like, nah, and doesn't tell him why. And she's got the cancer going on and the bubbies. Not great at all. And then Edward gets himself a lady friend. Yep. And he's all about the lady friend. Just... He's ready to go. I'm not in many ways. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Mom, are you ready to get into the rest of this episode? I sure am. All right, if I can get my mouse here, here we go. Let's get her done. All right, Marvin, episode 502, as, as I mentioned earlier, this episode was written by Martha Hillier, the current showrunner of, I almost said This Is Us, holy smokes, the current showrunner of The Last Kingdom, and it was directed by none other than Alexander Draymond himself. Can you believe that? Like, this no. is his first... And only directing credit. He did done good. He did well. I will give you credit. I give him credit. And uh, Martha Hillier, she has written episodes, um, episode 401, uh, 6, 5, 2, 9, and 10. She also did episode 501 as well. So being the showrunner, she is taking on a lot of the writing herself. She has the sole credit other than, you know, initial story by Bernard Cor- Cornwell, who is the person who wrote the books. So... You know, this is a lot of writing for one person, Mary, and the fact that I think she, I like her writing. I like the way that she does this, and and I think she captures like a certain pulpiness. Mm, I don't know if I like that word. Um, I don't know. I just I think I like it. I I, I like it, and uh, I I like the way that she writes the attributes of her characters as opposed to the plot of her characters. Okay. And you know, one particular thing that I really love is like I think of pulpy as being like moist, like that bad of a word. <laughs> fair, 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 fair enough. All right, Chunky. mom. What do you got for? I hate pulp. <laughs> Pulp? I hate it. Get you out of what? here. It's I've, supposed to be juice. Now I've got to chew. As, as I've gotten older, I think I've come to appreciate pulp a little bit more. I'm not saying that I'm ordering orange juice. I'll only juice do it if pulp. you make it there. Like if you are like, we made this orange juice and that's where there's pulp in it. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have time to like sift it out. I appreciate that. But like if, if, there, if you made a lemon ju- lemonade, yeah. there's a little pulp in it. You know what I, appreciate I, you know what I can't that. do? I can't do seeds in lemonade. I'm out on seeds, especially frozen lemonade. Oh, 
you're not, this is why you're not a real Rhode Islander. No, I'm not. I'm a Massachusetts kid. I will die on that hill and it's fine. I'm out I on the seeds. I know happens when you chew a lemon seed. And I, 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 Wicked sour. Oh, it's gross. And I'm also out Fiber. on having the real lemon in the frozen lemonade. Oh my God, that's the best part. It's like no, a, it's, it's like the a worst. chocolate chip in a cookie. You're like, no. what's this? No, you can't. You and can't. And it's have cold. It. You can't. It's have like it. a lemon ice cube. No, no, you can't have that. The peel is so good for it's you. It's gross. It's gross. Anyway, all right. So what do you got for your GBG? <laughs> uh, but as I said, I'm a, as I've gotten older, I've come to appreciate pulp a little bit more. I'm not going to an, I'm not going to the the, the, the supermarket okay. and like. Getting the juice with the pulp, but you don't send it back when you order orange juice and it's pulpy and they didn't warn you. Yeah, like I'm not sending it back. Like when I was younger, I'd be like, "No, take this crap out of you." Okay. But now I'm like, you know what? That's part of the orange. Might as well, right? Okay. But if I'm going to the, if I'm going to the supermarket, I'm getting the no pulp juice. Mm-hmm. Are you a calcium or a no calcium person in your juice? You know, the blue or the I'm green. Always here for calcium. I'm lactose yeah. intolerant. I got to get it somewhere. <laughs> All right. So your GBG. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Your shields rating. What do you got Thank for you? How many okay, shields okay, are you giving here it? Here we go. My shields rating for this episode is a 4.5. Okay. Fair enough. I like it. Thank you. And I'm giving this one myself a 4.2. Which is the equivalent of a Mary 4.5. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. It is, again, I, I thought it was good. Just like the premiere was good. I think it's a lot of setup. Yes. And I don't know... How long it's going to take. Well, I mean, well, we got 10 episodes, right? So, I mean, that that is what it is. So it better happen next episode. No, I, I... I'm not sure if I'm convinced Breed is the big bad. That's the thing. Okay. Like, I think she's the big bad for now. Where's my buddy? Where's my cockroach? Yeah, he's... You know he's coming back. <laughs> I love him. Chicken in hand and everything. All the chicken. So You know he's coming back. Okay. So, uh, all right. So, what is your GBG? You're good. You're bad. And you're great, Mary. My good is I just love hanging on out with Uhtred and his boys and the few and scenes in between where, where they're all just together. It's just so merry. Yeah. And I love the home that they've made for themselves, even though they have to go off and battle and take care of things. It's just this bromance has continued for so long and they yeah. all are on their different paths. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just makes me happy. It makes me happy to see the boys at any point. Sure. My bad is Brita's kid. She sucks. Why is she- <laughs> Why does she suck? She just sucks, man. She's like, just doing the thing her mother's telling her to get do. Get a toy, okay? <laughs> How do none of the other Vikings have a kid? Okay, why is Brita the only one who gets to bring her kid to work day? Get a toy. Get a flipping toy. My gosh, get a doll, get a ball. I don't know. Get a hula hoop. She's just like, go away, and there's no other kids to play with because the kids are scared. So it's not like the little kid can go find like other Viking kids to play with. You know she was pumped when her mom said, honey, we're going on a field trip. You made the guy jump into the hole. Now we can go on a field trip, and maybe we'll meet some other Viking kids because Sid Trigger's Viking. And then she brings her, and she just kills all the kids' parents, all the moms. How's this kid supposed to make friends, huh? Get a toy. And then she's like, come back. Come back, little kid. Come kill some more people. Uh, Nobody's going to want to be her friend. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. She's what the, a weird... That's the equivalent of the... She's the Viking equivalent of the smelly kid. Oh, <laughs> but worse. But worse. She's the killing kid. Because the smelly kid, kid at the... least, like, they smell. And yes, the parent should be the kid and should give the kid deodorant. Like, yes. that's parental problems. I feel like it's more of like a soap but, and... And shampoo issue than deodorant. This issue. is like when you make your kids 
like, oh, this is like when you make your kids try to convert other kids to religions. Oh, yeah. My church tried to make me do that. And I just told my friends, don't raise your hand. You get to go to this all night ice skating and (laughs) and bowling, but please don't raise your hand. And some kids made the mistake. Some kids made the mistake to raise their hand and they had to have the burn in the fires of hell talk for two hours. (laughs) Told them not to raise their hand. Um, That's what it feels like. I still can't believe you went to Bible camp. Bible camp, Bible snow camp, and then the overnight things where we would like, I didn't, now looking back at it, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like it was really aimed at like 10 to 15 year olds. And the whole thing is that we'd be overnight and then come like one in the morning, they'd be like, oh, if you don't know Jesus, raise your hand and we'll talk to you. These kids are tired (laughs) and hungry. They wear them down. That's what happens. They were like, who wants an Xbox? Who wants a PlayStation? All these games. And now we're going to tell you why you're going to burn in hell. So raise your hand. (laughs) It's like, it's like a secret element of the CIA torturing people, but just not okay now in hindsight. (laughs) And here I was just like telling my friends, you get to go to this thing. Your parents only need to pay 20 bucks. You stay out all night. Who these poor parents like, we're like, Oh, you're going to go hang out with Mary. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. You get fed pizza. You get to go on an ice skate. You get to go watch hockey. You get roller skating and you get bowling and you come back at 7am. Great deal. Mary can take you anytime. Yep. Little do they know. Little Mary can just take you anywhere you want to go. I trust her. Oh no. <laughs> That's what Brita's kid is, the equivalent of me. Yeah. I- but worse. <laughs> but worse. She, if if you were the ringleader, like if you were like in on it. Yeah, I wasn't in on it. Yeah. If I actually told my friend, you better raise your hand. I know yeah, what you then did you'd last be Brita's summer. kid. Yeah. I will say, especially because most of my friends were Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's your bad. What do you got for your great? Oh, excuse me. My great. (sighs) My great is Edith hanging on up. No, you know, actually, what my great is? What? My great is um, Edward getting honey. Oh, okay. And I'm usually against adultery, no matter what. In shows. Yeah. But like his bride's dad just tried to kill all of his kids and almost killed his mom. And like is single handedly, uh, you know, countermanding every order that he gives. Yeah. Like I'm all set with this family. What I wonder is why is he still around if he's doing all of this stuff? I don't, because I don't think they can get divorced. And he's the king. He can They do, don't do this until much later. I know, but I'm saying he's Thank the king. Thank you, Anne Boleyn. But like send at the very least, send that guy away. Even if you can't get divorced, fine, no probs. Like I, I'll I'll go along, get along. Maybe his wife bugs him so much that he's like, it's worth it. <laughs> All she does is whine. In my ear, just let my dad stay here. I won't bug you. I won't. I won't nag you. But then he's like, fine. Can you sleep in your own bed and stay away from me and never talk to me? Fine, as long as I get my dad. Deal. Shakes on it. Fine. Lesser of two evils. Negotiation. I bet it's a negotiation. Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe it was part of the prenup. The daddy needs to have a seat on the board. Uh, I think that was on the prenup. It probably was. And here's the thing. You're the king. You can Remember override with, your own prenup. Yeah. With Alfred, I think that that was part of the prenup. If, Al- if Alfred was still alive and what, kicking around? Oh. Sure. No. I get it. No. But, but. Alfred, I think, made this deal when they were betrothed. I know. But now that Edward's the king, what the hell are you talking about? 
Uncle Scar will come and pull back the paper. Uncle, no, he, no, Uncle Scar is already dead. Oh yeah, that Uncle Scar. <laughs> this is like Uncle Scar too, father-in-law Scar. Um, uh, yeah, but that's I'm actually happy. Phil, because, that's what we called him. We called him it, Phil. Phil. I'm really happy for Edward though because it's not like his new woman's like a slut. She seems like she's put together. She doesn't come in with the bubbies all hanging no, out, no. walking in like Jessica Rabbit. Why mm-hmm. don't you do right? <laughs> like she came in, listen. I've got land. Mm-hmm. This jabroni took it from me. I came all this way. Mm-hmm. And these guys suck. Please take care of it. And he's just smitten right away. Yes. I know you. I was supposed to ride that horse. Yes. And you got mad and blah, blah, blah. So like, cute. It was so cute. Uh, yeah. So I'm normally against. How are you feeling adultery. with. How are you feeling I didn't about- realize that they like had sex. I did not realize that because she spent the night. Yeah. But and did, I was like, but whatever. Did they? No, but they implied it. Phil implied it, and then she implied it. What? How did she imply that? I thought she was like, oh, you know, I was nice, like a little, like oh, about last night. <laughs> I don't know. I I did not feel that way, but after a second viewing, I think they had sex. Hmm, interesting. But it was not super clear. She doesn't strike me as the person that would just Being go to, first go to night, pound town right away. I think away. she did. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm going to find the proof. All right. Fair enough. How do you feel about Edward with the long hair and the beard? I'm here for it. Because I still see him as that young kid. He's, this is his way of trying to look older. Yeah. Oh, no, I know that. I'm just saying like, I'm not sure if I'm buying it. I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm buying Listen, it. The costume department has limited resources when people got a baby face like his. That's true. That's a valid point. All right. My good. I have a tie. Um, <clears throat> the first one is, and again, this I think speaks to the uh, to Martha Hillier's writing, and that is uh, when Father Pierleg is there and he's taking a piss, and 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 Finnan comes rolling up and puts the knife, <sighs> the 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 sword so behind good. him, and says, "Die, priest," and you know. It might be the way that it was delivered. It might be the writing, but the way that Finnan says, oh, it looks like you're dribbling a little bit there. And Father Pierre Lake says, oh, no, no, that's holy water. Don't worry about it. These little things are so perfect for the characters and so perfect for the relationships um, that, um, that like they just express who these people are and they express real life um, textures of humanity that like some shows just don't have. Correct. Uh, And I think, I I think, and I think I've said this before in last season, my sense is that I get that more from Martha Hillier than I did the previous showrunner. Cool. Cool. Uh, and I like that. Uh, the other part is uh, the fact that lighting changes everything. Lighting can change how any scene, serious, funny, sad, it can change how anything can be perceived. In, in, in this particular case, we're looking at Stiora in a sewer. Yeah. And it looks spectacular. It looks it like it, I, I, there, there was, there was just beauty of how isolating and how um, small she felt, just so even confined, in a cramped sewer. Optionless. You know, like 
incredible stuff. But the, I, for my bad, I have also have a tie. Um, the first is, why does Uhtred got to be so damn... Um, hot all the time. It's just so damn hot all the time. No, so damn like dramatic. Oh. <laughs> screaming Sigtrigger's name from the top of the hill. I love like, it. Sigtrigger! I love it. He's <laughs> so dramatic. Like I would do that. You can't you can't just go I down do there that? and be like, hey man, I'm here. Like, no. What's up? Yeah, you, you look I, bad, bro. Like I can't waste a moment. I just need to yell it to show my my feelings. <laughs> just you look like things have been a little rough. The, like, hey, you got a haircut. Friends, none of his friends say like Uhtred. Lower like, your voice. Come on, man. What are we doing? Like everyone wants to kill us all the time. I know, right? So that's what I'm saying. Why you got to be so damn dramatic? Because he's hot and he always wins. That's he true. doesn't care. Good point. Uh, the other bad that I have is, does it feel like Brita is a little bit of a caricature? No. Brita to me... Went through postpartum depression. Oh, and never yeah, got oh, treated, yeah. and now, like, like she's just she's like cocoa puffs. She's land. one step a, a short of hearing jump voices. Holes. Actually, I think she does hear. She voices. does hear voices. <laughs> she makes people jump in holes. <laughs> I mean, I don't think she's a caricature. I think she's off the. No, deep but end. there are just some things that are th- that that th- that she's doing that where she's just like no. She's doing that, like, oh, that creepy laugh in places that it's just, it's, yeah, like trying to make her sinister. And she's like, and she's doing that thing. Like, I don't know. It just seems, it seems like they're trying too hard to make her feel tapped. Okay. So have you ever like wanted to be mean? All the time. Really want, no, but like wanted to be mean. All the time. Okay. All the, like, Almost every day. I know, but to like particular person. Yes, almost every day. Oh my God, who is it me? <laughs> not you. Not okay, you. <laughs> so if you had that person hiding somewhere and you loathed this person mm-hmm. and you wanted to make that person hurt, okay, so just take like your level of really don't like this person and now amplify it times like 200. Sure. Don't you think that you'd be like a little baddie with your voice? Maybe, but then again, this again, I, and I, I, and this is close to being a Marion Blake commandment. Reality is no excuse for a story. Oh, I hate that rule. I don't even want. I can't, I think for things to be a commandment, I need to approve. And that's I why. Do not that's why I didn't say it was. I'm saying it's close. Okay. It's like an, it's like in a subcategory. It's like a sub level of a Marion Blake commandment. It's more okay. like a suggestion. Okay. <laughs> um. I don't know. I just, she just comes off a tad like. Listen, man, I'd do that. I would. Yeah, you would. I would. Okay, fair enough. Like when I get to that level, you know how when we fought and I've done like weird things with my body where I'm like. Yes. Yeah, see? I would do that. You're you're right. I know. Good point. Good point. We don't fight that way often, but when we do, I'm like, I turn into like (laughs) the creature from Stranger Things. Right? <laughs> My arms are flailing. I yell in weird ways. I mean, once again, I don't want you to think that everyone listening that I'm like crazy all the time, but suddenly over just, like 12 I just start years. floating in the air. I think and I've my had eyes like turn white. Two times, man. No, not the one from this no, season, I the know, OG. I know, I know. I'm just. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
that the mind flare. Yes. Yes, I got you. I uh, mind flare, and I think that <laughs> you go mind. You I go just, there. He goes full mind flare. And I just think that Brita <laughs> has like fully committed to. Uh, M- Brita has gone mind flare. What's the other land that they go to? Like, the upside down. Yeah, she's in the upside down full yeah. time. Yeah. The ma- the mind flayer is from the upside yeah, that, down. Yeah, no, but I'm saying that's yeah. where she is. Yeah, she she is the upside down. Person. So for any of you who've ever fought or really didn't like a person, <laughs> just bottle that moment up. But I think that that's how Brita is all the time. Oh man, good all point. The time. Good point. All right, my great though is when Stiora looks out and Stiora. and St- Stiora <laughs> she sees the girl like fall and her throat slit and you blood see the the blood and. And and then all of a sudden, the girl's just really quickly dragged away. Yeah. Is it flashy? Sure. Is it all that unique? No. But for some reason... Oh, it gets you. There's a cool horror element to that. And I like that. Yeah. And that's a shot that sticks with me. And that's what I want to see. There's another shot, too, later on when... You know, you know, Breed is killing people and the blood and it goes on her face, like on Stiora's face a little mm-hmm. bit. And that's when she decides, I can't just sit down here anymore and yeah. just wait. I have to do something. Uh, those little things, the, 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 the close ups and the girl getting dragged away, the sound of it, the look on her face, all of it, that just sticks. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm looking for. That's what I want to see. I want to look back. And I want to think about something that I remember. And if I can remember it later on, you've done your job. Yeah. You know, if if you think about something that's, forget, you know, shows that are forgettable, like actually we just talked about season three of Stranger Things. Uh, so we just talked about Stranger Things. Season three of Stranger Things, even though I enjoyed the season quite a bit, I don't really remember it a whole ton. Was I, I mean, I remember the rats and I remember... Billy. You know, Billy. But aside from that... I really don't remember it all that much. Remember the ice cream place? Wasn't it an ice cream oh, place yes, that Steve yeah, worked? Yeah, Steve worked at the ice the cream new, place. And the Russians. Um, yeah, yeah. That's it. But like, oh, you know what I do really remember from season three? Was the Terminator Russian guy. I will say that. I remember that. But anyway, what I'm getting at is this. I want to be able to remember things. And that shot will stick with me. So that is my other great. Awesome. All right, Marvin. So that is that. <clears throat> what else do you want, would you like to talk about uh, in this particular episode? Uh, what sticks out to you? What doesn't stick out to you? Where do you think we're headed? That kind of what that kind of thing. Well, let's start in Effowich. Let's hang. Let's hang out there and chat with the peeps. Yeah. So Sig Trigger gets a haircut. Oh, poor Sig Trigger. And, oh my gosh! And almost gets drowned by his brother. There's one other thing I will say too about Alexander Draymond's directing, and that. And that is, he was patient, Mm -hmm. very patient, allowed scenes to linger, allowed scenes to um, sit with themselves. Like even the the drowning scene with Sig Trigger, Mm -hmm. that was there for a while. And you were thinking, holy smokes, this guy is actually going to kill his brother for Mm -hmm. just for a minute, just for a minute. Um, And then the stuff with, you know, like the horror element that I was just talking about, or even... um, when when uh, Uhtred is with his son, just these little moments that are just allowed to breathe, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that is something that I can really appreciate. Yeah. Uh, and that is something, and, and, and I liked the, 
the way that he, again, how Alexander Draymond used light um, in this episode. Used it in really cool ways uh, that I'm not sure. Again, it's not necessarily different than other episodes, but it just, when you recognize the fact that it's this guy's first episode he's directed of anything ever, mm-hmm. at least gotten official credit for, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. Agreed. So Sig Trigger gets a haircut and his brother almost kills him. What do you think about all this? <sighs> this is where I'm just nervous about Brita in general. Okay. The way that she's treating Sid Trigger and making the brother do this deed when he's saying to her, you said he wouldn't be hurt. Like, what's going on? And then to top it off, she lets Sid Trigger live. And then her daughter picks Sid Trigger's brother to be the next sacrifice. And this is why I feel like I'm not sure if Breda's the big bad. And I'm not sure how much longer this is going to last. Because she's already... If she were that committed, she would let the guy die. And she's not. She's making excuses. I think if she let the guy die, she'd have a huge revolution because people would be sitting there saying, but he is Viking and there's all these Vikings that live here. Like, I think that would. Well, the guy that jumped in a hole is a Viking, too. No, But everyone there knew what they were signing up for. They were all there on purpose. Yeah, but I guess what I'm getting at is. He didn't sign up for this. Well, maybe he didn't. But the fact of the matter is, is that the daughter. Does pick him. And if... Oh, the brother. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. I wanted him to die, too. And that's why I'm saying, I don't know how much longer Breed is going to be the thing. Because this instance undercuts yeah. the thing. Yeah. Right? And you can see it right away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? We've you, had enough blood for yeah, today. You know, we're just going to cut his face a yeah. little bit. Get out of here with that. No, you're right, because like they sacrificed Viking blood before, um, and it, yet she's made it like the seer is this really, really big deal. Right. So does Brita believe, here's a question, does Brita believe her daughter really is a seer? Or is Brita just like, whoever my daughter wants to kill is fine, as long as they're not my daughter? She can't hold her own hand. Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't go over well. Um, or, has Brita believed until that very moment? And does this start like a faltering? Of I don't her think, faith? I don't what? think, I don't think that it has to do with her daughter. I think it has to do more with her. Like, is there really. She's she's undercut like I said she's undercutting the thing right by by saying that the brother can Correct. go can go free, so she's not fully committed to the idea. So that I don't think that speaks to her daughter. I think that speaks more to her. Agreed. Right. Yeah. And if that's the case, then like I'm not sure how we as viewers should be able to be afraid of her to the extent that we should. I see her as unhinged, that not necessarily driven and uh, made powerful by the gods, quote, like she believes she is. Mm -hmm. She believes she has the gods' power on her side, that this is the destiny that she is going to win because they're on her side. Mm -hmm. But um, I see it as this being like a big falter in her faith in the gods, and I actually see that making her more dangerous. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Courtney here on Facebook says that she's using her daughter as a prop mm. to gain leadership. She wanted to believe until it went against something she didn't actually want to do. And uh, and Courtney, I think we're actually saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's like when you read your horoscope and you're like, of course that's me. Yeah, right. Yeah, this whole Taurus horoscope, it's totally me. Until and you, then you yeah. read something that you don't like. And then you're like, well, no, like that. That's I'm just going to dismiss yeah. that. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying irrespective of whether or not she actually believes in the power of her daughter and the whole seer thing and the gods and Thor and the, and all irrespective of all that, the, the, she's still undercutting it regardless. Mm. She's still, and that action in and of itself, that speaks to me in a way that this is not the person we, I mean, like this is the person we should be worried about, but this is not the big thing. This is just, this is going to get us to the thing. Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? I'm afraid of her. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, when she's when she's, you I, know, taking she's taken upside down. <laughs> when she's taking Franken beans, yeah. There's a reason. Um, there's a reason to be to be scared of her. Uh, what do you think of the whole Stiora coming at the end of the episode? I'm coming for you, Brita. Love it. I like it. Stiora too. is. She's rising on up there and continues to be the shining beacon of I mean, I just love all the strong female characters, whether they're good or bad. I mm -hmm. love, love um just how this show has framed women in such a different and interesting way. Yep. Um, but Stiora is just an unwavering leader as she's really trying to protect as many of her maidens as possible. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they're trying to tell her like, no, you can't go up there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> even if you think it would save us, we Um, but for her to finally say enough is enough. I don't know if my dad's coming. Oh, I don't know if Sig Trigger's coming back. Yeah, I don't know anything. Yeah. I don't know how far it is. I just, I love that scene when the blood goes on her. Little, the little yep. flecks of blood, just like a, you know, like, mm -hmm. man, that's some cool stuff. Mm -hmm. I, like, again, no, it's it's flashy and it's not all that unique. Like you said this episode had horror movie elements to it. And I didn't think about it that way, but yeah. maybe that's why I rated it a little lower because I hate horror and gore. That's but true. But the suspense of it and just knowing that she's down there in the sewer all this time and how would she get safe and how would she get free um it's just so interesting so you know i loved her calling her back kind of calling her bluff and um i loved that it you know echoed throughout the the sewer tunnel yeah I that was so neat yeah um yeah so i'm, I'm excited to see how things kind of go forward there because i think it's going to be a big to do but then of course we've got utrid and i feel so bad for utrid because here he is asking the love of his life to help him out oh and we as viewers know, no, she's dying of cancer. Right. And has less than a year to live. And I am so disappointed in her. I am so disappointed in Ethel Fled. How come? Because she's like, oh, I'm such a big deal that if Uhtred knows I'm dying, he won't go save his daughter. Um, no, that isn't how this works. <laughs> like... Maybe he wouldn't go save some random jabroni, but his son's nuts just got cut off. Okay? <laughs> Lord knows what Peter's going to do to his daughter. That's true. So, okay, Ethel Fled, how long do you have? Oh, you won't make it till next summer or whatever? I got time. I'll BRB. Because we've seen how quickly these people traverse the country. Oh, yeah. We call that Teleport Game of Thrones time. Yeah, it's teleportation <laughs> over here. 
I don't think he would say, oh, never mind, Stiora. I'm going to spend every single moment I can with Ethelflaed. No, go save your daughter and Agreed. then come back. Agreed. But don't be a jerk to him. Don't say, sorry, I can't give you soldiers and I can't tell you why and I'm going to be cold and leave you. Yeah, I will say that it's a, it's a little writerly how they've established this conflict. And it's a conflict that they have kind of gone back to now in the show like a number of times where – Uhtred needs something and Ethelfled can't give it to him because of X, Y, and Z. I mean, she's kind of the worst. I don't think she's the worst. I I see what she's saying. Like, if if I tell him X, Y, if I tell him that I'm dying, that he's going to be off of his game and he's going to be heartbroken. And that's a big deal. Especially when he's going to rescue Stiora. And I also see why she can't spare men for Uhtred because she has a duty to Mercia. You know, there has been time that has, you know, there's been time now that has, that has transpired since we last saw them in season four, right? There's been at least, I would say 10 years. So she has been the queen of Mercia for 10 years. Let's remember that she is the daughter of Alfred, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. She learned how to be cold and not reciprocate relationships well. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. And she also puts her country first. And she has to protect her country, number one. But number two, also- Listen, she, your country's not going to be there for you in the afterlife. And she also has a duty to her daughter. And that I can appreciate. she has a duty to the crown like that she holds, right? So she has to bolster that for her daughter to make sure- and and like you also get that in this episode as but much she as could I could have also said that you need to go and save your daughter and I'm dying and I need to go secure the throne and save my daughter. Cool. Deal. High five. I'll catch you in a few weeks. But the uh, yes, again, I'm not saying that you're wrong because again, I, She's I, I just think it's so she thinks so highly of herself <sighs> that she outweighs his daughter. Which, granted, Uhtred has sucked at being a dad forever. Yeah, not so, not a great dad. You know, when it's like, oh, well, honey versus kids. But Ethelfled isn't a honey that puts out. Okay, so, good point. The good. scale has tipped in yes. the other direction, in my opinion. Yes. Uhtred, son of Uhtred, who likes to plow fields instead of be a good dad, <laughs> can't plow the field. She's got a few more months left. Courtney here on Facebook says, do you think it was uh, uh, part of it was the fact that if she told Uhtred, it would make it that much more real for Ethel? That I can appreciate. And she would fall apart. That I can appreciate. Yeah, I, I would agree with that I like that, that idea, Courtney. That makes me feel a lot better. Uh, I would agree. But then acknowledge that in some way, shape, or form on the show. Yeah, again, I, I go back to the writerly aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it feels a tad manufactured. It feels like, we need an excuse here. And I I see it and I can whistle past the graveyard. I can do that mm-hmm. because it makes sense. It makes sense on a character level for Ethelfled to make this choice. I don't put it past her to make this choice. Agreed. And that's why the emotional math adds up for me. And that's okay. why I can whistle past the logic. I just graveyard. think she thinks way too highly of herself <laughs> <laughs> for someone who doesn't have sex. The one thing, again, that I really like, too, from Martha Hillier's writing is that she allows there to be some fallibility here for 
Uhtred and his, you know, and SEAL Team Uhtred. Mm-hmm. When, when Uhtred says to Finn, it's been a long time since we fought. And you can imagine that, again, I, I think it's fair to assume there's been at least a, between a five to ten year gap of them, like, fighting the way that they did. Mm-hmm. And even though they haven't aged one millisecond they have great spf and moisturizer (laughs) their skincare routine is phenomenal the fact of the matter is that we have to accept all that collagen from just having chicken (laughs) eating all the bone marrow yes all the bone broth and um the fact of the matter is the show with within its own logic has progressed i would say probably 10 years so not only have they not fought they've aged 10 years and I like that the show acknowledges that. I like that the writing says, mm, it's going to be hard. It's going to be it's going to be a little bit more different than we thought it was going to be." Yeah. Are you ready? We're not sprightly. Uh, uh that's true. Yes. I have a chiropractor now. And a dermatologist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um so I I don't know. I just I I find that interesting that the show can can allow that. The one thing that I think suffers here, outside of the, the two bads that I've already talked about, is uh, Aylesworth. Aylesworth as a character is just kind of around. First off, she needs to age. I, I think they've done it a little bit. I don't no, think they've done it. You got a This Is Us treatment. <laughs> we got to Rebecca her up a little yes. bit. Um, she's just kind of there. She always has been. And like, that's true, but like she's, but no, but she, she's had more of a role in how things go, especially when Alfred was around and she was kind of doing things. They gave her a little bit more agency in the later seasons, but in this particular season, she's just like, you told me my daughter was going to be fine and then you can't do it. And she got all mad. And then that was about it. I feel like that's going to be my reaction if anything wrong ever happens to our kids and I was led astray. Really? Yeah. If someone, like, if something serious were to happen to my kid, and then I was led to believe, oh, yeah, we got this, and then it didn't work out, I would not be happy. Mm. And then to know that, like, her daughter is diagnosed with something that is the end, period, done. Yeah. I think a parent would react like that. Now, did we like the acting of how she portrayed that? No, did I didn't we like mind the, the writing acting. of how she portrayed that. That's what I'm getting at. Uh, but it do we? Do like, I think that it's accurate that a mother would behave that way? It feels a little too much like we don't know what to do with her, so we're just going to kind of put her here, and she's going to say this thing, hmm. and then. Again, we're only two episodes into the season. So, I mean, she just came off being poisoned. She just came off like... Yeah, let's give her a break. I'll I'll give her a little grace, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, But... As Courtney says, joining us live on Facebook, Aylesworth has always had control issues. uh, Good point. Very good point. True in her character. Uh, Anything else that you want to talk about in this particular episode? I just, I feel like the chess pieces are being set up, like you said. And for me, I do have a difficult time... With episodes like that, even though I know this is what happens with The Last Kingdom, that I just need to trust the process, patience is not my virtue (laughs) at all. (laughs) So 
I'm ready for something big to happen next episode. I need something big. Come on. This is the final season. Let's do it. Do you think that Ethelstan is the son that Uhtred always wanted? Oh, that's so rude. Uhtred already has two kids with what's his he's name? Got, she's got, he's got three kids. Well, the, the, other one's just, the other one's just kind of <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Yeah. We've got Uhtred, son of Uhtred, son of Uhtred. We've got Stiora. He's with, hanging out with Peggy from This Is Us. Oh my gosh, right? And then we've got, what's, his, what's the other name? It's not Uhtred, like when you're the second one. What do you mean? Okay, so Uhtred's original name. Oh, oh uh, or was Osbert. it always Osbert? Yeah, Osbert. Okay. So he has an Osbert. He has an Uhtred and an Osbert. Yeah, but is did he really name it Osbert? I don't remember. I don't the kid's know if name. it's we don't even know if the third baby was named. Yeah, the kid just kind of disappeared. That- How do you lose a baby? <laughs> <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh my gosh. Uh, Maybe it's uh, that, what's his name again? Oh no, that's Alfred's. Nope. Yeah, that's nope. And that guy's too son. young. Yep. Oh my gosh, I nope. can't. So it, anyway, it's like what Moses. I'm getting at is, what, um, what I'm getting at is. He was sent down the river. Little, little Uhtred, okay. You know, went down his own path. Yes, and found faith, lost his nuts. It, <laughs> yes. And, you know, didn't really have that great of a relationship with his dad. Yeah. Does Uhtred take this relationship with Ethelstan as an opportunity to have the kind of relationship that he wanted? Yes. I think so. I will so. say yes. Mm-hmm. As, as uh, conflicted as I know the therapy bills for we Uhtred will be in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, much therapy yes. is going to be needed. <laughs> for him to be like, and then I had a brother. <laughs> and then I had another guy who was like a brother, but not. And I used to have nuts, but now I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to be king of England either. So how do we feel about uh, Benedict, the priest, and his like gambling I don't addiction. really care. I am kind of I'm out so on that. I'm so bored with his character. I Get kind of, of agree. Like, something's going to happen. I don't even care and... what happens to him. He could eat poisonous chicken. He could just, he could match the drapery and I would not notice. <laughs> I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> like, he does not, I do not need him in life. I I don't care that there's gambling. I'm, I'm interested to see how he affects what's going to happen because you know he's going to do or say something that betrays Uhtred in some particular fashion or whatever. And it's going to be through Phil or, you know, something's going to happen. Phil has money, so it needs to be, obviously, more Phil You know, and it's going to be through the guy that Phil's using to make sure that all the people... Oh, the, like, rough guy? Yeah. Like, he's he's going around to make sure that nobody helps, gives people to Uhtred or to to Efferwich to help, you know, do the thing. And, like, that's another thing, too. Sig Trigger's like, I'm not going to let my wife die. Yes. And all these people have now betrayed me. Yes. Because I've I haven't conquered everything I've conquered to just sit here and do mm-hmm. nothing, mm-hmm. and he's lived up to his bargain. He's done yes. everything, and now all these people are just like you know giving him goodbye. The, you know, giving him the finger. If if you are British or what are they called? They're not the Brits. What? They're Who? the Saxons. Saxons. If you are yeah. Saxon, like you're shitty. You better watch like, out. You can't trust Saxons. Uh, There's I, nobody I trust who's a Saxon. In nobody. the show. <laughs> in the show. Yeah. Oh, not like in real life now. Sorry. In the show. In this show, which is uh, fictional. Yes. If someone is a Saxon, I don't trust them. It's, it, it's hard. Is Finn a Saxon? But he's not real. 
What do you mean? He's Irish. Well, he's, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, I don't trust anyone. Like, they're all going back on their word. Mm-hmm. They're all shifty. Little shifty. I will give you that one. I'm all set. All right. Is that all? That's all you got? Yes. <laughs> well, I insult like a huge yeah, I Just a swath of people. Sorry, didn't mean it that way. <laughs> all right, let's close this bad boy out, shall It's my we? heritage, too. Yeah, all right. You, it is. You can say it, so you can it say is. the joke. You can, yes. It's like uh, Seinfeld, when hey. the guy when the guy conv- converted to be Jewish. I'm Jewish now. I can say the jokes, Jerry. I'm like everyone in this show. <laughs> this is my heritage. Oh, all right, here we go. All right. As I said, we're going to be coming to you with weekly episodes of The Last Kingdom with Marion Blake. We're excited to be delving back into the series with continual podcasts. Keep them coming. Make sure that you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as we are very social there. And we are also at the same time recording our Bridgerton podcast. So hello, you're on Netflix, okay? Let's just like open the dialogue that maybe horror, sword fighting, you know, stuff like that's your jam. But I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, I think you might like Bridgerton if you're not already a Bridgerton fan. Yes, Bridgerton is is a, it's very different. (laughs) Very, very different. Uh, But very fun and... Um, visually so creative oh yeah yeah i love that love you get to stay in the accents um it's just it's a really cool show so if you watch bridgerton we also podcast about that so those podcasts are going to be coming out on the regular through blake and myself uh oh uh, omira here on facebook says baby monk biaka and hild are all saxons well uh, biaka was a saxon (laughs) r.i.p uh but you know also a, a, a a fair a fair Listen, a fair baby argument. monk though like wishes he was viking uh probably okay because his dad sucks <laughs> um if you don't like bridgerton that's okay just go to the join the where actually mary and i have a lot of stuff going on over there as well uh in fact we're going to do our knee-jerk reaction to obi-wan kenobi the final episode uh, as mary and i have yet to watch it so we will be doing that in addition to a plethora of other things, we actually are also doing there at jointhenerdclan.com a, uh, an episode just for the members there about our top five things to do uh, over, you know, uh, drought, drought lander. Uh, so uh, shows or movies to watch yeah. or whatever to get into. So we'll be doing that as well. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. And that's and it, that's man. That's our life. Go- so yeah. Uh, I'm still dealing with long COVID, still plugging away, but we appreciate your patience with everything and we are excited to keep things rocking and rolling. So on that note, my name is Mary. My name is Blake. Destiny is all.